Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whichever may apply. This is Dan and I'm here to do a little bit of housekeeping just before we get to our thoughts on Madame Webb. We've got a brand new season starting next week on Monday the 4th of March. So it'd be, it'd be lovely if you could join us for that. We're doing neo-western movies this season and the first episode is on Logan. We've we've recorded a few of those already and we've got some really lovely guests joining us too. So we look forward to start putting that out from next week. Um, if you're a regular listener, you've heard all this before, you could probably just skip forward uh, a couple of times until you get to the intro music and then you'll get straight to our thoughts on Madame Webb. If you're a brand new listener and you've just stumbled across us, then firstly, thank you. Um, we hope that you enjoy listening to this episode. And if you do, we would love it if that you, you would consider subscribing on your podcast player, whatever, wherever you're listening to us. We do have a Patreon feed, if at all interested, for additional content. We've got one tier at the moment, £3 a month, where we release a minimum of two reviews of brand new movies per month. And we do end of season rap shows too. And we sometimes we release episodes a bit earlier on there, sometimes a longer cut, uh, little bits and pieces of bonus stuff that we'll do from time to time. If you can't sign up for our Patreon, and we totally understand if you can't, then other ways to support us is, apart from subscribing on your podcast player, if you could leave a review as well, that would be hugely beneficial. Five stars preferably, that would be great. And I guess the other one is is good old social media, isn't it? Is come and follow us on Instagram, threads, Twitter. Uh, we do have a YouTube as well. And we have a TikTok, and, and we put out some odd videos on there as well. So come and follow us and interact with us and and do all that business all the links are in the description um yeah i think that's about it so thanks for joining us and as i say next week we start our neo-western season so we would love it if you would hang around and continue listening to us and uh, until then enjoy our thoughts on madame webb Okay, it's um, it's bonus show time. It is. We've got a brand new season next week, but bonus show, we've decided to go for Adam Webb. Yep, for our sins. Yeah, for our Ezekiel Sims. I thought his name was <laughs> Ezekiel Sins in the trailer. <laughs> I mean, everything else was so on the nose. It yeah. might as well have been. Where, where do we start with this? Well, are we going to spoil it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to spoil it. Um, Sony spoiled it. Sony <laughs> shut it out. I don't know what they were doing. But yeah, let's spoil it. Because if you haven't seen it, honestly, don't fucking waste your money. Don't don't, don't waste your hard-earned cash on this piece of shit that no one seemed to care about. I, oof. I'm going to counter that with a little caveat and just say I don't like telling people not to see a movie because I think everybody should make their own mind up. There might be some people who really love this film. I imagine there'll be children mm. rather than people who are listening to our podcast. But do you know what kills me? Clearly, the people at the top didn't give a flying fuck about this movie and making it be good or even watchable. But there must have been so many people at different rungs of the ladder who put in genuine time and creativity only for the people above them to go, nah, fuck it. 
Let's I, go with the most obvious, least interesting option. See, that's that's my main issue with it is that it's uh, like you don't you don't generally get to work on movies unless you work fucking hard and you kind of know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like people don't tend to survive very long in that industry. So clearly there's a lot of talent that works on this, that worked on this. Um, and I think that's the most frustrating thing is because they're so hard to make. So when something goes so drastically wrong like this, I just think what a colossal waste of money. Yeah. What a, just... And I don't blame I don't blame any one particular. All oh, the police are coming from Madame Webb. That's what that is. I don't <laughs> Sony know. have sent the bill after us. <laughs> I don't know if the mics are picking up the sirens, uh, but if not, I'll insert some sirens. <laughs> yeah, it's frustrating. Um, people work hard, and you know they got paid, so you know who, who cares to a certain degree. Um, and I'm not shitting on any one person in particular, but the Sony superhero movies. I've got a lot to answer for. I feel like the two people who are most responsible are the, and I don't have their names, but the two guys that are credited with this and Morbius. <laughs> and didn't you say Gods of Egypt? Yeah. real. Yeah. So the lesson there is, kids, never give up. Because even if you are pumping out below average mediocrity, you can still achieve your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> You can still work in Hollywood, yeah. kids. That's it. See, sometimes all you need to do is turn up. Yeah. So that's both motivational and deeply depressing. Yeah. <laughs> um, they, they turned up to write The Last Witch Hunter, too. Oh, God. And, How do uh, they still have careers? Genuine question. Who's paying these people to write scripts after all of that? I don't I don't really know. I don't know how it works. Because the, the director, S.J. Clarkson, she also wrote it. Well, she was one of the credited writers. She was there one were about of, seventeen, weren't there? There, there is a. Which, there's one, your first bad two, sign. Three, four, five. There are five. There are five. <laughs> That's enough, isn't it? Yeah. Who knows what happened? But I get the feeling it was probably there was probably some ideas there, and they just got kind of ripped to shreds. Obviously, I mean, you were saying that Dakota Johnson. This is a very depressing start, isn't it? <laughs> it's but, going to be a depressing <laughs> middle and end as well. <laughs> it's not a good movie, and we're going to spoil it. Um, but yeah, D- Dakota Johnson, sh- sh- you were saying something about her being tricked to be in it? Well, so the, I don't know. The rumor is, um, based on the fact that she fired her talent agent just before the movie came out or just after. Um, and so the rumors on the grapevine are that she was misled into thinking that this was an MCU movie rather than a Sony Marvel movie. Okay. And kind of the same with Sydney Sweeney. I saw something today where she's kind of been saying in interviews that she's so excited that she's finally part of the MCU. And everybody's just like, oh, sweetheart. Oh. Do you hold them responsible for that? No. Not at all? Well, yeah, you should be reading your contracts and all of the fine print. But, well, firstly, we don't know how, if any of the rumours have truth to them. Yeah, they're rumours, so Secondly. Um, I don't like to victim blame, <laughs> but I'm sure they were paid handsomely and whether or not they were misled, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they have to take some of the blame. I th- I just think, right. And like, we haven't seen a contract, so it's just two idiots sitting in a room talking about something they know nothing about. Yeah. Welcome to podcast. That's, yeah. That's <laughs> shoot the hostage in a nutshell. But, um, I think if, 
first of all, if I was an actor, which mm-hmm. I'm not, but if I was an actor, an and they like, do you want to be a Madame Web? And I didn't know what it was, I would just Google it. <laughs> I guess so. But I get that, <sighs> that people pay other representatives a lot of money. They pay lawyers, they pay agents, shitloads of money. So to a certain degree, they probably think, I don't really need to do or think about anything. So, okay. But still, like, it kind of it feels to me like having your cake and eating it a bit. It's like if it was a huge success, I feel like they would have been like, "Yeah, we we knew this was this was going to be good." Um, but people hate it, so they're going like, "Oh, we were tricked into it." I don't know, but so I find it I just find it very hard to believe in this day and age that you don't know what you're <laughs> signing up for. Fair enough. I think the one the one nugget of information to my mind that gives it some level of credibility is that Dakota Johnson's career, I mean, she's she's obviously a bit of a Nepo baby. Let's say that straight out of the gate. Yeah. Um, but also, she's been working for a long time in the industry. And her, her biggest role initially was in the Fifty Shades of Grey movies, which everyone with half a brain that wasn't a horny middle-aged woman um, kind of condemned them for the absolute trash that they were. The absence of art. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I've only seen the first one. I can't comment on this, the others. They they might be head and shoulders above the rest. Who knows? I doubt it. But her career was sort of tarnished for a while after that. She wasn't really taken seriously as an actor for a mm. long time, and she kind of had to prove herself with um, like she's been in a couple of Luca Guadagnino's projects, uh, most notably the Suspiria remake, which I genuinely have a lot of love for. I think it's such a good remake and she was excellent in it. Mm. Everybody was in that movie, but it's curious to me that she would claw her reputation back only to then tank it with something like this. Yeah. I mean, she's at a point in her career now where it's, arguably not really going to harm her she's still going to get roles yeah and 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 i hope so like yeah i hope that everyone just continues to work and it's fine like because while i think i I find it difficult to believe that you didn't know that the difference between mcu and in association with marvel so not everyone's a nerd dan but like if i (laughs) if i if my job was to model shoes in a village I, I would, in a village? In a village, yeah. Hear me out. <laughs> and I would know what where the shoe shops were. Right. Because that's where I, I work. Okay. It's a perfect analogy when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, absolute foolproof. But while while I think that, okay, I don't really buy that, also things do change and they could have signed yeah. up for something that gets rewritten and rewritten and rewritten until it's just not the thing that they originally signed on for. I mean, the five writer credits do suggest that that might have been the case. Yeah, so there's that. You can't blame anyone for that, apart from someone in a suit upstairs, I Mr. Assume. Sony. Yep. <laughs> Whoever that is. Columbia Sony. <laughs> um, yeah, but the I suppose, where do you stand on the performances in this movie um that's oof oof that's a really good question because they signed up for this project they got i hope they got paid really well and i hope they continue <laughs> yeah. to work because there's some fucking brilliant actors in this as you said dakota johnson brilliant work in suspiria mm-hmm. euphoria sydney sydney sweeney, sweeney euphoria yeah. she was really good in reality reality well. she was absolutely brilliant in yeah. that haven't seen that rom-com one which i've got no interest in <laughs> um but she's she's great 
I, she almost felt like a different actor in this to me. Yeah, she and was... she seemed way too old to be playing like a 15-year-old. That was nuts. Yeah, it's it's weird. It was curious casting. But I, um, I kind of thought that they were all very flat and I don't yeah. blame them for that because if you're you're, you're going to get on set and look at the director and say, have, have I got to say these lines? These, these ones? Okay, I'll do my best. I'll get on the table and start dancing to Britney Spears and <laughs> this is the best thing that's ever been written. I think... Um, I can't remember his name. Tahar, Tahar, Rahim. I'm saying this completely from memory. Yeah, Tahar Rahim. Rahim. Okay. Ezekiel Sims. Ezekiel Sims. He he was the worst. I don't know. I think you're probably right in that some of it was probably the direction, and it seemed to get worse as the film wore on, which is interesting because films are, are very rarely filmed in chronological order. Mm. So it's it's interesting that that would be the case but i feel like dakota johnson at the start of the movie was sort of giving us a little bit she's giving us something mm. and then it got progressively flatter and more boring as the film wore on that's interesting yeah i would agree with that because at the start of the film she's this kind of detached character she doesn't sarcastic bit acerbic yeah she doesn't seem to care about anyone and mm. it's kind of interesting in it's, a, it's in very a... jessica jones coded yeah <laughs> But it's an interesting kind of hero story, isn't it? Mm -hmm. To go from, you know, it's not Captain America, who, who I love, but it's that interesting, like, this is not a very likable person, but there's something, it's something that you can't quite grasp that's somewhat likable and you can attach to. And she was very good in the first few scenes, I agree. Which makes me think it's probably just a huge third act rewrite and, and maybe a bunch of reshoots. There was probably a lot of changes and they had to do a lot of reshoots, a lot of ADR. You mentioned Ezekiel Sims. There was a lot of shots from his shot from the back of him, and then you hear him talking, right. and like, oh, that's okay. You didn't know what to say on the day, did you? You just filmed something, and then you were like, I oh, just fucking, we've got to hit our days, and we'll do some uh, some voice work in post. I see that makes sense. Yeah, um, and the person he interacted with the most was like his second in command, Sosia Mamet. Yeah. Um. I guess best known for her work on HBO's Girls, but she's not bad. She's not bad. But even she was just, it was so stilted. Well, no one's really given anything to do. That's the no. problem. But she, yeah, she was, she was the tech person. Yeah. Just like working, stock character. Working for the villain. Yeah. And this, it's, they, they really don't do any, there's no effort made to explain anything at all. Mm -hmm. And there's really dumb decisions made and they, kind of treating the audience like they're big dumb dummies too yeah because every five minutes they're explaining a plot which is not fucking very complex <laughs> something something spiders yeah but at the start of the movie you had um Holton catch fire she's in a jungle oh, kerry bichet yeah and she's pregnant with uh, baby cassie webb oh the name's cassie webb by the way because <laughs> it's a spider verse movie <laughs> And so, like, okay, so we get that she's in the jungle and they're saying, we've got to find this magic spider. And you're, like, rolling your eyes a bit. It's like, yeah, we know all about magic spiders. You don't need to explain it to us. Already you're, you're explaining it to us. And in about 10 minutes into the film, someone came into the, the screen late that we were in. And I thought, oh, are they going to – they missed that whole setup to that, that first five, 10 minutes in the jungle. They're not going to know what's going on. But I didn't have worried because <laughs> every five minutes someone went – Oh, maybe he's got magic spider powers because he was cursed because <laughs> he stole a spider from the jungle. Um, 
he has to he's now he's having visions of these teenage girls that are going to kill him in the future why also, don't, don't forget he can poison people yeah oh god yeah it's just really like undefined stuff um lazy uh, dull boring well, so I think the problem for me is that the script didn't feel like a script. It felt like a script outline that they hadn't gone back to and filled in. It just felt like, oh, get have a mom say something about the spider here. And then that's that's what they did. Something, something spider. Yeah. Like they didn't expand on it. They didn't kind of go to any great lengths to make the dialogue believable or the characters anything other than two-dimensional. Mm. And it was infuriating. I think that's the, the, the trick is with superhero movies is that they're all by their very nature ridiculous. Yeah, of course. And fantasy. But when you get, when all of the ingredients are just about right, you've got the good scripts, you've got good performances, music, set pieces, all of that stuff, then you sort of forget about all of that, mm-hmm. all of that stuff that you need to just buy into. But in something like this, you, that's all I'm thinking about. That's like the whole way through the movie. I'm like, okay, so why why has he got this fake power now where he can run around up the wall? Is he swinging around? <laughs> because he's sure. kind of dressed as Spider Man. Where is Spider Man? <laughs> what year is this set? It's this set is in- set in 2003. <sighs> so, so I'm thinking, is this going to be a Tom Holland Spider Man prequel? Because I was trying to think of the dates in my head. I was like, well, it's, a, it's close. It's it's not. It's it's roughly there. Some, um, it's, 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 it, get my words out it's interesting you say that because one of my biggest issues was that it was set in 2003 and that the soundtrack was so obnoxious like every 10 minutes oh did you forget it was set in 2003 here are the four non-blondes mm-hmm. oh did you forget it was set in 2003 here's Toxic by Britney Spears Yeah, it was so painful mystique oh my god as if people only listen to music from the exact time period that they're in currently. Yeah, yeah it was um, it was pretty painful to watch. Really, I I was sort of fidgeting around in my chair. Yeah, as you say, there was nothing to grab onto with the music particularly. But then again, maybe those things would have worked a bit more in a better film. I mean, a lot of people didn't like Captain Marvel, and that did the same thing with regards to the soundtrack. Yeah, but it didn't grate on me like it did here. I think it's because every, everything else was so woefully terrible. Yeah. It's, it's kind of is like a snowball effect. Yeah. Just one thing after another. Yeah. And I think like superhero movies, as you say, are ridiculous by their very nature. They don't have to reinvent the wheel. What they do have to be is either really fun or at least they have to be pretty to look at. And this yeah. was neither. Agreed. You know, of late we've had... A few superhero movies that have not quite hit the mark. I would say the Marvels was pretty fun. I thought that was kind of average. I I didn't love it, yeah, but I thought it was fun enough. It did some things I hadn't seen done before. I'll give it that. Yeah, Blue Beetle I thought was fun. That was all right. Yeah, but again, like not we're not blowing anyone away here. It's just you know fine, but it's quite fun. And then you get something like this where just none of those things are happening at all. And I'm just sitting there, the whole movie, going, "Why is this happening now?" For example, um, when we we mentioned earlier that the villain is is having dreams mm-hmm. uh, about 
these three spider spider women are going to kill him in the future <laughs> who we never see outside of a dream sequence yeah oh um that angered me <laughs> so he's having this, this vision he knows it's a vision he knows that they're going to kill him so he's trying to find them but the problem is we're in 2003 oh, and there's I no know. way to I know find what you're going to say is this the photo fit thing yeah oh, so man. so he um goes to an opera and he sits down next to a woman who's watching the opera on her own and she like asks for the program and he goes to give it to her and then pulls away cheekily like no not going to give it to her <laughs> and she sort of smiles a bit and of course she sleeps with him because he's very charming but then she, they, but then we find out that she was an NSA agent and he's stealing her information so that he can hack onto the network cuz he's steal, evil because he, he's bad he's a yeah. bad guy but he wants to steal the software that allows him to find faces in a crowd, like a CCTV situation, right? Mm -hmm. So you're thinking, okay, there's a problem here though, isn't there, Ezekiel Sims? Because the pictures of these young women are in your mind. <laughs> so how are we going to explain how they got from your mind to the computer? Are visions in this world anything like dreams? Because I never remember that amount of specifics from any of my no. dreams it's always like it's a, just like well they had a head <laughs> it's like a vague shape isn't it yeah. like a blurry melted head or something <laughs> you know can never really quite see features but no he somehow managed to extract the images perfectly from his brain onto a computer and i was looking forward to seeing how they would explain that yeah they didn't no of course not but <laughs> like his his description to the photo fit person would have had to be one looks exactly like sydney sweeney that's the yeah. only way <laughs> yeah. that they would have got them that yeah. bang on. So, and, and, But he's only seen them in masks. So he's like, right, computer, remove masks. <laughs> <laughs> now yeah. de-age them for 10 years. AI can do that now, but not 20 years ago. No. <laughs> no. I, st I think I still had Snake on my phone in 2003. <laughs> it, was, it was not good. But also so completely unnecessary yeah. because it's a fucking superhero movie and guess what you can do whatever you like mm -hmm. in a in a superhero movie when the main character we haven't really spoken about cassie that much yet but what, what her, is there to say her main power is that she can see in the future yeah good point she can see in the future and also sort of connect with people all around her so wouldn't it stand to reason that the villain would be able to connect to people around him and could he not just see where they are in a vision I have no idea. They didn't explain any of that. But but why use a computer program? I don't get it. Why would you write that? It makes no sense. Just have it's a fucking super. Just have him see them and go. Oh, they're next to the train station. I'll go now. I'm not convinced anybody did write that. Five people have got <laughs> writing point. credits on this, but I'm not convinced any of them did anything more than write vague prompts into Chat GPT. Yeah. I mean, absolute abomination. Yeah. Pretty pretty bad. I found the, the the first part where we're in a jungle and Holt and Catch Fire gets rescued by the jungle people. <laughs> yeah. And they're sort of scurrying around in their red costumes. Yeah. Why are they wearing costumes? Why not? It isn't the point of a superhero to, to disguise their identity. That's the reason they wear a costume. Yeah, generally. But they're in a jungle. There's no yeah. one else to... Wear camouflage, if anything. Yeah, don't how, wear... How are you going to better conceal your identity in the jungle? <laughs> yeah, just wear like leaves or shit. Yeah. Or just go Georgia the jungle, just have some pants. Just a loincloth. Yeah. <laughs> Brendan Fraser back. Oh, I can't back Georgia the jungle, all is forgiven. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
this 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 film missed Thomas Hayden Church in that villain oh role, God. safari villain role. Wow. Um, yeah, and they're running around in the forest and they're scurrying up trees. And you pointed out at the very beginning there was this weird documentary style like zoom thing going on. The camera work was so frustrating. Mm. They abandoned it fairly quickly though, and it was, then it came back at the end a little bit. It was very strange. Yeah. It's, it, it just made me think of like mockumentary. Yeah. It sort of made me think of like The Office or Parks and Rec. Yeah. It was such a strange choice. I mean, it's, it did a zoom and I'm expecting it to zoom into Jim just looking yeah. at the camera like going, Arr. Yeah, doing a knowing look. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's an idiot, isn't he? <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then it, it sort of disappeared. And because uh, I'm glad they disappeared because it was very jarring. Yeah. And it took me out of it. But it was just a weird choice. Mm. If you're not doing like, oh, we're shooting a documentary to, to find this spider, then why bother? Yeah, that only works if the characters can acknowledge the camera. Yeah. And that wasn't this kind of film. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was a strange choice. So, But it was the Peruvian jungle, um, which is very important because Cassie had to return there later. because For 40 seconds. Yeah. That felt unnecessary as mm-hmm. why are we putting that in there because all my brain's going is you're a fugitive you kidnapped three women according to the news mm-hmm. um how are you getting to peru because you need a passport for that don't you yeah are in we- a in a just post 9-11 world yeah locked down would not happen you're not going anywhere cassie webb <laughs> um she would have been fucking caught at the border and waterboarded until she gave up the whereabouts of the three women. That would have been a bold choice. I would have preferred that choice. <laughs> <laughs> and then she could have got the visions if she, when she like was dying by being tortured, by being waterboarded. She, that's how she got her powers because her oh. powers weren't activated until she drowned. Yeah. So why don't we just replace the drowning with well, drowning. <laughs> <laughs> but, Different but, kind of drowning. But in a chair. Yeah. Ooh. That would have been way too interesting. Yeah. And, and I, I I couldn't really figure out exactly what was going on with that either because they spent the first hour of this movie introducing us to Cassie, introducing us to her power set, which... I'm still unclear on. I, it was... I mean, it was obvious that she could see slightly into the future. Mm-hmm. How far in the future? Doesn't matter. Don't think about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, she got that after she drowned. She was dead for three minutes and she was revived by Adam Scott, mm-hmm. who... Adam Scott can do no wrong. He's fucking brilliant in everything. Let <laughs> me just say that. Um, he's just got something. He's got a, like a charm and a niceness about him. Even in Step Brothers, where he's a complete fucking <laughs> dickwad. You're still like ass. You're pretty funny, mate. Oh, you should watch the vicious kind. Okay. He's oh, a no. real toe rag in that. Oh, no. I don't want it to spoil my uh, illusion of nice Adam Scott. <laughs> but yeah, so he, he brings her back to life. And then she starts seeing in the future. So it was only activated after she dies. Why? Doesn't matter. Don't think about it. <laughs> um, and then you spend an hour of her seeing a little bit in the future and going, hmm, yeah. I've seen that barbecue flame before. What's, <laughs> oh, must be dreaming. And then like she sees a truck and she's like, oh, must be dreaming. We did it three <laughs> times. I was like, okay, movie, enough. And they did it about 12 times for the first hour. Yeah. She's seeing fit visions in the future. And she's taking an hour to figure out what it is. Like, that, all of the audience knows what it is. We know what it is immediately. We've seen movies before. We know how this shit works. I think that is this film's biggest crime, though, isn't it? It's the fact that it treats the audience like absolute halfwits. <laughs> yeah. And that kind of 
comes back into play with things like, oh, by the way, this building is full of explosives <laughs> and it's not it. structurally sound. <laughs> wink, wink. Because, oh my gosh, they could like, they couldn't have had just an offhand comment. They had to be fully sort of almost fourth wall breakingly obnoxious about it. Yeah. I hated that just so much. Explaining everything they're doing, yeah. it, doing while they're doing it, or just before they're doing it, or while they're doing it, or, yeah. <laughs> or we're gonna teach some young women how to do CPR because they probably got to that point and thought, "Oh shit, we need them to do something at the end of the movie." Because they did fucking nothing. Yeah. But why are they here? The Spider Women. Well, I'm I, guessing it was to set them who, up for further films. But, but who, who even are they? What are their names? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I have literally no idea. I couldn't tell you one of their names. We saw some like cool, like, I thought the costumes were pretty cool. Um, it looked like we were doing some flips and stuff with some iron tentacle things, whatever. Yeah, okay, superhero and a movie. superhero landing. Yeah. I, I'd want to see that, please. That looked fun. It looked more fun than the film that we got. Yeah. Yeah. But it was all in a vision. And like you say, it was all done to set up down the line. You're going to see this, but you're never going to see that. These, I can guarantee you we will never see those characters in a film again. No. Not in this iteration. No. no way. Just what a fucking colossal waste of time. And it's it's angering because I I at least wanted to be entertained and I just wasn't. There yeah. was a few moments I laughed, but it was me just going, really? Yeah. <laughs> I was like clutching my brow at the end, just so like in disbelief. Yeah. I can't believe that we're in 2024. Last year was such a good year for movies. It was it was pretty good, yeah. And now we've got Madam Web to start us mm, off. Madam Web. I wonder if Madam who's gonna get our King of Turds Award this year? Oh for maybe for acting. Mm, we'll see. Yeah. Jason Statham wasn't in this, so No. Uh, I suppose he's he did beekeeper, didn't he? So he's still maybe in contention. I would for, rather for have watched the beekeeper. So would I. Twice. I hundred percent agree. This was pretty terrible. Never going to watch it again. I've avoided. We avoided Morbius because mm-hmm. we knew it was going to be shit. It had Jared Leto in it. Everyone said it was shit. Why bother? I mean, at least this didn't have Jared Leto. It has that going for it. Yeah. True. True. I think didn't. I think they said about Matt. Matt Smith was also tricked into that movie. I, yeah, I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> I think this Very is a strange. ruse. I think this is just something the actors are making up just so that if it turns out to be terrible, they've got to like, get out of jail free face. card. Yeah. yeah. I would like to qualify this review by saying like we, we don't enjoy crapping on films. Like I'm very aware of what it takes to get a film made, but I do feel like these cynical big budget studio exercises are kind of exempt from that good grace. I agree i don't love to crap on movies sometimes it's kind of fun i'll admit but i don't love it in general. it doesn't make me feel very nice yeah i would much rather be positive about something because i would yeah. much rather have enjoyed watching the film yeah but i've got to be honest i've got to be 100 percent honest yeah. and these are all words that are just coming from my brain having seen the film yesterday mm-hmm. and it was terrible we've got to say how fucking bad it is yeah we have what to be honest doing otherwise and it angers me as well, is because we had we need we needed a bonus show to go out before our new season starts, and it just so happened that it's fucking Madame <laughs> Web. I mean, I suppose we could have done Bob Marley, but we haven't seen that yet. Oh, I don't know. Could have done this one. Could have done Argyle, but that would have been a bit old by the time this bonus yeah. show comes out. 
I also I, don't like Matthew Vaughan, so no. that may not have gone any better. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I wasn't I wasn't stoked for this at all. I feel like I tempered my expectations based on what I'd heard and I was still disappointed, which it kind of takes a lot these days. So yeah. agreed. I was yeah. kind of like this has got a really bad reputation. Everyone hates this. I bet there's something to enjoy about it. Like the way in the way that the Marvels was getting shat on quite a lot. Like yeah. I went into it going expecting nothing and was like, oh, it was all right. Mm. Same so, cannot be said here. I was kind of, that's what I was hoping for. I was like, I was, I'm hoping that I'm going to be like, hey, it was, yeah, there's some good bits in it, some good acting or whatever, but nope, terrible. Ending was awful. Um, oh, God. <laughs> I keep thinking about the ending as well, that, that like we're going to form a team and we're going to oh, look after yeah. the city together and... It's it, 20 years too late. And you've got that lineup of the, the the four of them. But those three are not in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> the ending shot is of characters that we haven't seen yet. <laughs> How is that possible? You're like, we've seen them in their human form, like a decade or whatever before they become those people. It's bizarre. Yeah. And also, just because three teenage girls are neglected by their families doesn't mean they can just go and live with some random. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how it works. <laughs> Social service will, will come a knocking at some point. But then again, Cassie Webb probably knows that. And she's just like putting out some banana skins on the floor outside the apartment. Every Marbles. Time. Yeah. Little micro machines on the stairs. Yeah. Just going to fucking Kevin McAllister that shit. <laughs> oh, what a terrible movie. I know. I'm sad. Oh, still, Neo Western next week. Yeah. Stoked about that. Mm. Get to watch some proper movies. <laughs> not this fucking horse shit.